Hey everybody, welcome to episode 50 of the Metal Detecting Show podcast. My name is Kieran, and I have been metal detecting for nearly 30 years. This week, I want to discuss VDI numbers with a specific focus on the Nocta Macro Simplex Plus. Hey everyone, before we start, I want to thank you for listening to the podcast and I hope you enjoy the show this week. But before we begin, I want to give you the following information. If you want to give me feedback or interact with the show, please reach out to me on Twitter at DetectingThe or Instagram at The Metal Detecting Podcast or if you want to pop me an email to Kieran at TheMetalDetectingShow.com. And now, if you'd like to leave me a voicemail, please do so on SpeakPipe.com forward slash The Metal Detecting Show. The link will be in the show notes. If you'd like to support the show, you can do so now through several avenues. Firstly, if you'd like to buy me a coffee, you can do so at buymeacoffee.com forward slash metal detecting. If that's not your thing, you can support the podcast over on Patreon. Just search for the metal detecting show. And now, if you're looking to purchase any new equipment, I would appreciate it if you did so via kellycodedetectors.com using the affiliate link in the show notes. It will cost you nothing, but I will get a small percentage of your sale for sending you their way. This revenue gets reinvested into the show and goes some way towards keeping the show alive, covering hosting and equipment costs. And lastly, and most importantly, if you like this content, please don't hesitate to tell your friends and don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Hi all, I hope you're doing great this week. No major updates from my world of metal detecting. However, I do want to do a quick shout out to Mervyn who supplied me in coffee for the next few weeks. I really appreciate your support Mervyn and thanks again. Anyways, I do see the weather changing and an air of optimism creeping in globally around lockdowns with a lessening of restrictions which will be welcome. This means that we can start looking for permissions or reconnecting or re-establishing our relationships with the site owners. It's always good to stay in their good books, so if you haven't dropped a gift in a while, now would be a good time to do so, providing restrictions allow, of course. My last few hunts have been with the CTX using the 6-inch coil, and I love it. I have a fairly simple program that allows for a bit of discrimination of iron, but as I'm only coin shooting, I essentially only dig targets that have an iron or ferrous content of 12 in the target ID, or as I call it, digging 12s, and disregard the conductivity unless it sits pretty high. It's a fairly simple process that has been successful for me when coin shooting on beaches. I could go into the ferrous conductivity curve of the CTX 3030, but I don't think many people have the CTX these days, so maybe the Equinox would be a good choice. However, I don't want to be another person telling you just dig everything with the Equinox. And on a side note, I do love my Equinox and I think it's one of the best detectors money can buy. However, what's the point of all this technology and discrimination if ultimately the advice from experts is just to dig everything? Now, I know if you're focusing on specific targets, all this technology and discrimination rocks. But most people are generalists and advice to dig everything is just a bit crazy in my book. So my next default was to look to the Simplex Plus. It's the most popular detector of the last few years, readily accessible, plus I just got around to reading the manual, and I want you to have something similar to digging 12s for the Simplex Plus. 
Now, I'm not going to talk about air testing here. I think everyone knows by now how I feel about that, but want to look at how target ID of the simplex might work to allow you make better decisions on the dig, no dig choice. So how do the VDI or target ID numbers work on the Simplex Plus? Well, according to the manual, target ID is the number produced by the metal detector based on the conductivity of the metals and gives an idea to the user about what the target may be. Target ID is shown with two digits on the display and ranges between 00 and 99. Keep in mind, large targets will ID higher than expected even though they may have a lower conductance. What this means is that Nocta have calibrated the target ID range to match the conductivity range of metal, but also have based it on objects of a certain size, most likely around 24 millimeters diameter or the size of an American quarter. So if the object is larger than a quarter, it can potentially ring up as a higher conductivity target with a higher target ID than what would be accurate to the type of metal and vice versa. If it is smaller than a quarter, it will ring up with a lower conductivity and subsequently a lower target ID. This is why big iron slides into the target ID as potentially a good target. Now, of course, Nocta won't tell us if my assumption is accurate, but I'm assuming I'm close to the mark. But to start, what is conductivity? Well, the simplest definition would be conductivity is the measure of the ease at which an electric charge or heat can pass through a material. A conductor is a material which gives very little resistance to the flow of an electric current or thermal energy. Electrical conductivity is measured in Siemens per meter by 10 to the power of 6. If you look at the top four elements on a scale of the most conductive, you will see that silver tops the table at 62 Siemens per meter by 10 to the power of 6, with copper at approximately 59, followed by gold at 44, and then aluminium or aluminum at 37 Siemens per meter by 10 to the power of 6. I love saying that, 10 to the power of 6. This is why a great test for silver is to hold it in your hand and touch an ice cube with it. If it's silver, the heat is conducted, easily from your hand melting the ice via thermal conductivity. Because silver is the best conductor out there, and because of this, a silver find will give the highest target ID. Did you notice anything else about the top four in the conductivity range? Well, you might have noticed that gold and aluminium sit very close to each other. This is why you find that aluminium ring pulls and gold rings can have the same target ID as the translation of the conductivity range to the target ID range will group them very close together. And the same will happen with copper and silver targets. They will get grouped together in the target ID calculation. With copper and silver target conductivity translated to the 90s range of the simplex target ID, rightly at the very top of the scale. This assumption is very clear with all coins, as the alloys of metals used in the production of coins sit very neatly at the top of the scale. However, as the metals used to alloy in coin production, specifically in later years, are lower down the scale, where zinc sits at approximately 17 brass at approximately 16, and nickel at approximately 14. 
This means that there is a potential for coins and jewellery of silver or gold alloys being down in the mid-scale of the simplex target ID. For example, with the simplex there is a high probability that gold or silver jewellery will result in a target ID of between 20 and 40 depending on the percentage of silver or gold. Now, don't get me wrong, this means jack shit if you're a relic hunter focused on lead and iron, but the logic is the same. You are looking for targets at the other end of the scale, 0 to 20, for the simple reason that iron or any of its allies has a very low electric conductivity number, somewhere in the region of 1.25 to 5 Siemens per meter by 10 to the power of 6. Rust or iron oxide is also a poor conductor. In fact, it's more resistive with a conductivity in around 1 and will give a target ID of 0. So, to give you some key takeaways, that will help you be successful in hunting with the Simplex Plus. Number 1. The top tip. Dig your 9s. Any targets in the 90s needs to be dug. Any target. So, with the Simplex, you're digging 9s. There is potential for large copper here, but that's fine, I think. What I mean here is any number that starts with a 9, except 9 on its own, of course. Number 2. Gold and all its constituent allies will live in the 20 to 40 target ID range. 3. Remember that the size of the object, be it greater or smaller than a quarter or 24mm, has the potential to increase or decrease the perceived conductivity, resulting in a potential for a good find to sit outside of these ranges, especially if it's smaller or larger. And 4. This all depends on what you're hunting for. If you're looking for relics, then flip this logic. Dig the lower tones. That's it for this week. I hope you liked this episode of the Metal Detecting Show podcast. Check out our website, www.metaldetectingshow.com for this episode's show notes. Check out our Patreon page if you want to help the podcast stay alive or just want to buy me a coffee. Actually, if you want to buy me a coffee, you can do so now at buymeacoffee.com forward slash metal detecting. If you'd like to leave me a voicemail, please do so on speakpipe.com forward slash the metal detecting show. The link will be in the show notes. And if you feel like taking your appreciation to the next level, feel free to leave me a positive review on any podcast directory of your choice. If you like this content and would like more, please don't hesitate to tell your friends and don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Once again, I hope you enjoyed this episode. We will chat to you all again next week. Get out there, eyes down and happy hunting. <laughs>